from the lifestyle section of the New York Times. Seeking Love, Getting Scammed by Kate Murphy. Dating websites and apps typically see a surge in activity this time of year as people who felt lonely over the holidays try to follow through on New Year's resolutions to find someone special with whom to share their life, or maybe just someone agreeable to share their bed on a cold winter's night. But whether they're looking for sexcapades or long walks on the beach, the desire for companionship and connection makes people vulnerable to a most 21st century crime, the online romance scam, which built victims of all ages and orientations out of more than $200 million last year, according to the FBI. The drive to find a preferred mate is extremely powerful, said Lucy Brown, a clinical professor of neurology at Albert Einstein College of Medicine, who studies the brain activity of people in love. It's a reflexive urge, like hunger and thirst, which can cloud judgment and make people less likely to question the motives of an online match. Moreover, she said, romantic love can produce feelings of euphoria similar to the effects of cocaine or heroin, which explains why otherwise intelligent and accomplished people do irrational things to get a fix. Of course, people have always been fools for love. It's just that the global reach and altered reality of the Internet increases the risk and can make the emotional and financial damage more severe. I don't think there is a general understanding of how much of this romance scam stuff is out there, how it works, and what the consequences are, said Stephen Baker, director of the Midwest region of the Federal Trade Commission. It's staggering how many people fall for it. Scammers typically create fake profiles on dating sites and apps like Match.com, OkCupid, eHarmony, Grindr, and Tinder, using pictures of attractive men and women, often real people whose identities they've filched off Facebook, Instagram, or other social media sites. This lures victims who swipe or click to begin corresponding. The perpetrators may be working out of call centers in West Africa, wooing four or five people at a time, or it could be some dude at a Starbucks texting victims on his cell phone, or a pajama-clad woman in her apartment sending bogus love bombs from her laptop. They may assume the identity of actual soldiers deployed overseas, or pretend to be engineers working on projects in far-flung locales. Scammers have also been known to pose as university professors, clergy members, doctors, chefs, swimsuit models, waitresses, nurses, and librarians. They have a canny ability to mirror what the victim seems to need and to create a sense of intimacy very quickly, said Debbie Deem, a victim specialist at the FBI's Los Angeles Bureau. They are able to manipulate the victim into believing they have found their one true soulmate. Victims are as likely to be men as women, young, old, or middle-aged, gay or straight, highly or poorly educated. After a few days, weeks, or even months of romantic and sometimes hotly erotic back-and-forth via email, text, or Skype, come the requests for money. Maybe the soldier needs a new cell phone so the lovers can better communicate, or needs cash to get the necessary papers to go on leave so they can finally meet. The offshore engineer says his child is in the hospital and he's having trouble wiring money to cover medical expenses. 
The model or nurse may need money to pay lawyer's fees to get a restraining order against an abusive ex. Or maybe the scammer doesn't ask for money at all, but requests that the victim receive money and then transfer it to another account, giving marginally plausible reasons. It's common for victims to become money mules where they are unwittingly helping facilitate other crimes, Baker said. There have been prosecutions of victims who kept receiving and sending money even when they were firmly told they were working for crooks. Yet prosecutions of romance scammers have been rare, thanks to the anonymity of the Internet and the difficulty of tracing wired funds. In the latest twist, scammers coax victims into taking explicit photos and videos of themselves and then threaten to distribute them to their Facebook or Skype contacts if they don't pay them money or help them launder money. We're seeing a lot of these sextortion cases now.